Hello. Hello. Happy Friday, friends. Friday. Friday. Wow. You're welcome. Welcome to Rock the Boat, sis, a Rock podcast. It. Oh, sorry. A podcast all about talking about the things that make you uncomfortable. Being Having comfortable in the uncomfortable. Having a voice and realizing you're not alone in this world. Speaking on taboo topics. Mm. I love it. Love well, it. Well, good morning and welcome to another episode. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, whatever time. Um, and if you've stuck with this this long, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to give a little uh, plug out to our Instagram. Oh, um, yes. If you guys aren't following us, which you're probably not, because <laughs> I think right now we have four followers. No, we've got more. We do. Yeah. Oh. I went through and added a couple other people. Oh, good. Okay. Well, thank you. Leah's in charge of our of our Instagram <laughs> social media, and I would just like to publicly call her out and shame her. I got ten followers for not posting on the social media page. We've got two posts as of now, but hopefully by the time this one comes out, we'll have a thousand. Leah, where can they find us on on the socials? Um, right now we're just on Instagram. Okay, and where can they? What's the name? Rock the boat, sis. Is there a comma or anything? Um, nope. Okay, perfect. Just rock the boat, sis. So ideally, in a perfect world, we're going to be posting the things that we talk about in the episode. So um, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> we meaning me. She's looking straight at me, guys. Into her soul. Crazy eyes. But please go follow us on social media um, and interact with us because I've had several people... Um, well, lots of people actually have texted us that have listened, um, and they text us like funny things that they thought of during the podcast or um, things that like really helped them. And honestly, if one person messaged me after an episode and was like, "Hey, that really helped," that would literally make my entire life. Yeah, it's so great to hear y'all's response. Yes. Um. So please make sure you're following us on Instagram. Yeah. But also, please tell your friends about us. Yeah, please. It's an easy share through easy Spotify. Share. Yeah, on Spotify. But also, you can interact with us on our Instagram page by just like commenting, Um. you know, things that you took from the podcast or funny episodes or, you know, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Trying to make this you know, more official. <laughs> we want to become famous. Mm, I already am. Wow. In my own head. Great. 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 Um, Leah, what's your best thing that has happened to you since the last time we spoke? <laughs> um, the best thing that's happened to me. Watching the nightmare before Christmas. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It's one of my favorite movies. Really? During the Halloween Christmas season. 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 My favorite is Hocus Pocus. It's a great one. It's a classic. It is a classic. But not as classic as Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, because it's claymation and it's stop and go recording okay can you like comprehend that like enough let's take let's take that for a second into consideration i'm talking about this movie i'm done 
Um, the leaves are changing here yes. in East Tennessee. It's cold, cold, cold. Absolutely gorgeous. Cold. I think we have a. I don't know when this podcast, when this episode is going to come out, but we have a time change coming. Mm. Or if it's if you're listening to this after it's happened, we've had a time change. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna, no idea. how it's going to work out. No. Um, but yeah, the the fall is coming, and I will I love say it. Tennessee has great color changing leaves yes this is my first my second winter season in tennessee and it's beautiful when i first moved here it was a year it will be or has been a year in october Mm -hmm. of me living here and the first thing i saw was the leaves changing in louisiana you go from green to brown yeah here in tennessee all my louisiana friends let me just tell you it goes from green to orange to yellow to brown back to green you forgot red oh well that too there's beautiful red leaves it's stunning orange yellow orange green orange how do i say it orange green red yellow orange (laughs) did i say it right sort of orange no no you said it not right no one in my life has ever told me that i'm (laughs) wrong and i'm so confused orange orange no okay anyway moving on on to the next subject um what are we talking about today lily so today's another tough conversation that we're gonna have yikes i know everyone get ready grip your steering wheels take a deep breath we're gonna be talking about eating disorders yikes i know it's um been something that's been in carrie and i's life and Mm -hmm. we know that there are people that have gone through the same things so yeah all right let's buckle up let's get into this so the reason i think again that we're bringing this up is because it's been something that's been a topic of conversation literally just in the past week um between both of both of us i think we've also started like our friendship talking about yes. weight and yeah. eating and honestly i literally just remembered that the very first time that we hung out was at that mexican restaurant mm, do you yep. remember that yep uh, and I, we talked about like literally weight yes and like our history with it yes how was that our first conversation that is it i, I, I just I forgot about that. that i did too yeah and that, we ate lots of chips and queso <laughs> as we're talking about weight <laughs> man i'm so fat oh, these chips are really good <laughs> dipped in queso oh yummy um, do you want to go get queso mm, <laughs> yes please um no but the so i've recently been on a pretty intense uh weight loss journey mm-hmm. as of this morning um and please don't be caught off guard because the re- episodes we recorded were a long time ago so i haven't lost 20 pounds in two weeks <laughs> don't be afraid um but as of right now i've lost 51 pounds wow um, congratulations thank you it's huge it is it really is and honestly i've i have a little imposter syndrome with it mm. um like i don't feel like it's real and i don't feel like i really look any different and every time i look in the mirror i like pick myself apart and that's really hard she Um, has sent me a picture on text and it was from august till mm -hmm. now yeah and she was like do you even see a difference i don't see a difference you have lost weight you have lost a weight from two weeks ago till now Mm -hmm. i mean all this week i've literally been telling you how skinny you look yeah well and 
Um, again, imposter syndrome. Exactly. I don't. I don't see it, but and, it is. But a it thing. is. Okay. I have the exact opposite of imposter syndrome. I think I'm skinnier than I really am. That is reverse imposter. No. Reverse psychology. No. Mm-hmm. Um, body dysmorphia. Mm. I have that reverse. So I think that I am skinnier than I am. I'll put on an outfit. I'll look at myself, be like, banging body, looking great. Yeah, looking great. And then I get to work and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, why do I look like the Michelin man? (laughs) (laughs) Why do I look like I'm wearing a brown sack? So I have that a lot. Even like when I'm taking pictures, I'll be like, oh, wow, I posed really nice in this picture. I'm totally skinny. Uh, this is like mm-hmm. my perfect angle. Yeah. And then I look at the picture and I'm like taking up the whole yeah. like picture. <laughs> I will tell yeah. you guys though, Leah has the best poses in pictures. I think it's from your sorority brat background Thanks. Um, but you really do know how to teach a girl angles in a picture. I wouldn't go that far because I, I would. don't, but I don't know. So as I had said in the previous podcast, I went to Miami with some youngins. Yeah. They know how to pose. Oh. So I am I am like when Facebook was popular pose. Yeah. They're like now when TikTok and Instagram yeah, popular pose is a different. It's a huge difference. It is different. Like they know how to like make their legs look longer and make their chin look skinnier. Me, I just know how to like pop my arm up and <laughs> kick my leg out like <laughs> that's what I grew so so again here we are talking about how to pose ourselves to make ourselves look not like ourselves that's true <laughs> there you go and um anyway losing 51 pounds and knowing that I have like another 30 or 40 that I want to lose um I have literally been working out um, for 75 days, I did seven days a week for the past however many months after that, it's been six days a week. Um, and I know that Leah has like gotten on to me about not having any balance and like canceling planes with friends because I need to go to the gym and being afraid to mess up my routine. Mm Um, and her and I have been talking a lot about kind of where that stems from you know so passing the baton kind of over to you for a minute you know what is your history with food um you know being in high school to college to getting pregnant Mm -hmm. to now being postpartum Mm -hmm. you know that experience and you know weight and how it affects you today so when i was younger i was always a little bit on the chunkier side Mm -hmm. i think and i always joke with people i had boobs in like kindergarten (laughs) but realistically i didn't (laughs) but i've always been on the chunkier side food has never been like food food is fuel Mm. it's always been here's mcdonald's just eat it right i was never taught like the proper way to eat to like make yourself sustain from it right or yeah right yeah yeah okay um and then growing up i have always had instilled in my mind but never really listened to it that if my eating habits if i keep on eating the way that i am i'm gonna be 
as big as a barn. No mm. one's going to love me. I'm not going to be successful in the job that I have because no one wants to hire an overweight person. Are those thoughts that you've had or thoughts that you've heard? Heard. Okay. Um, I've had someone tell me those things growing up. Okay. Um, also, hey, if you lose this amount of weight, I will buy you a whole new wardrobe. Wow. So obviously I didn't really listen to it because it's just, I guess that's my reaction of I, I push back instead of being like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I pushed back and I did whatever I want. Now that I'm older, I'm like, it's kind of bullshit. Like I'm going to live my life how I want. I'm going to eat how I want. Right. You're going to love me for who I am, whether I'm 100 pounds. Yeah. Or 120 pounds. Right. Like, my personality is more important than my physical looks, but yep. that has taken years to establish. And mm-hmm. I think it's also taken me being pregnant postpartum till now to actually realize it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I all, all throughout college, I really didn't have an issue with eating disorders or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I ate my habit. I, like, ate, like, crazy, but I don't. I wouldn't consider it anything sure out of norm you were like free outside of like your parents house yeah i mean everybody does that. mcdonald's at 3 a i mean taco bell at 3 a.m hell yeah. is fine yeah but um i was pregnant mm-hmm. and um you have to take a gestational diabetes test okay um which means that you have high blood sugar so basically it's like your placenta is taking all of your insulin and all the nutrients and giving it to the baby, but not giving it to yourself. Oh yeah. So, and that's how I have to like tell myself and remind myself that my body is doing or was doing everything to take care of my baby and wasn't taking care of myself. Wow. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yes. So in turn, your blood sugar either it goes too high when you eat carbs, sugar, sodas, all the stuff that you're not supposed to eat. Okay. So, um, took the test, ended up failing it twice. Cried my eyes out. Why? Um, because of the perception of gestational diabetes and how how it is. It was instilled in my mind that if you are overweight, fat, don't, which is the same thing, you don't eat properly. Your body's failing you. Mm. So, and it, it's just, it was turned into a negative thought of having gestational diabetes. Okay. And that was my thought when I was diagnosed with it. But then I started to realize. <laughs> oh my gosh. Leah's chair just slowly sank down underneath the table. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so I realized um, the longer I was in two gestational diabetes, I was realizing that actually my body was doing everything that it needed to do to take care of the baby um and actually i i was eating everything appropriate mm-hmm. i had to change my whole diet like, like everything 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 so when you're pregnant all you do is crave everything you you want mm-hmm. and you can eat it yeah i couldn't mm. so i wanted a piece of cake i couldn't have it yeah i could i was only limited to 15 grapes and if I ate over 15, my blood sugar spiked. Wow. Um, so that was a learning process for me. But 
now that I am postpartum and my baby's healthy, Mm -hmm. I have realized that like my body was doing everything to make sure that my baby was being taken care of and I was just being put to the side, which is a thing that mothers, that's what you do when you're a mom. Yeah. You put your child first. Um, But that was really hard for me to tell people that I had gestational diabetes because I had people, some close people in my life be like, how much weight have you gained? Oh, when being pregnant or what are you eating or why are you gaining that? Why do you have like it's your fault? Yes. And you're just like a fat, lazy. Yeah. Like whatever is like, would you feel like that's like the cultural stigma behind that? Because I'm not in that world. So I don't really know like what you mean when you say like the stigma that comes with it. Yeah. I mean, everybody gains weight when they're not everybody, but a good majority. Yeah, of course. Gains weight when they have just age or when they have when they're pregnant Mm -hmm. um and with gestational diabetes your diet is cut in half so technically i'm not supposed to be gaining a ton of weight okay but i did anyways okay but when you gain over a certain amount of weight like i would say 25 over Mm -hmm. people are like oh wow she's not taking care of herself but i had to have the thought process in my mind that i'm taking care of my baby i'm doing whatever is best for me and it mm-hmm. took a whole pregnancy to come to terms with it and yeah. realize that like i'm okay my placenta is okay my baby's okay that's the most important yeah um i had a lot of issues with myself being pregnant and getting as big as i was sure um and i felt very unattractive throughout mm-hmm. my whole pregnancy I mean, I'm sure it kind of like makes the marriage and the romance of things super hard. Yes. That's exactly what I was about to say was like, I can't tell you how many times I asked Alex if he was still attracted to me Mm, because of how much weight I gained. Yeah. Um, And of course, Alex was like, yes, you're fine. You're growing Growing a a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But postpartum, I still have the... um, scars sure so that was hard to deal with too that my body didn't like bounce back like normally everybody's baby i mean everybody's body does Mm -hmm. i mean i did lose an automatic 30 pounds after giving birth Mm -hmm. but i'm still sitting on 20 pounds i gained a lot of weight when i was pregnant okay um i'm sitting on 20 pounds of pre or postpartum weight yeah but I'm working on it. I'm growing. I've lost weight, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it happens. Yeah. I think for me, um, I feel like I've been in a perpetual diet, like literally since I was 10 years old. Um, I was raised in a household. Um, and I know that my mom is listening. Hi mom. Love you. (laughs) Don't be scared right now. (laughs) Um, I was raised in a household with a mom who yo-yo dieted. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning, meaning she would get on kicks of getting super healthy. I mean, I remember being in, it was less than fifth grade. Cause I remember the house that I was in and we would do like juice cleanses. And so like my breakfast was like carrot and apple juice. And then we would like stop doing that. And we would just go back to eating whatever we wanted to. And then we would like 
clear the pantry and get rid of everything in the house and do the Atkins diet. And we did super low carb. And then we did that for a little while and then we stopped. And And you were a part of it. Yes. As a literally like third or fourth grade kid. And, um, and did you, sorry, no, go ahead. Did you realize that this was a thing or were you just like, this this is just what we do normally food was labeled good or bad um whenever you went to friends house yes whenever i went to friends houses i felt um like i needed to um like scavenger Mm. and like eat all of the stuff Mm. because we didn't get to have that at my house because it was bad food Mm -hmm. and so i loved going to slumber parties because then i could have cook and cooks cookies (laughs) and candy and cake and chips and and so I um you know loved going to friends houses because of that and exercise was labeled um like punishment for eating bad food Mm -hmm. right that's how I was raised um and I remember um being oh gosh what is third grade seven eight years old Mm -hmm. um and standing in the bathroom with my mom and her telling me if you could just lose 10 pounds you would be so pretty like don't let weight get a hold of you like it got a hold of me and hearing that like literally as a 33 year old woman like looking back at that like I really do feel like that's when all of a sudden like the veil was lifted and I started seeing myself as a number on a scale and not a human. That's crazy. (laughs) And what's crazy now is my mom and I, we've had a a rocky relationship, Mm -hmm. um, but probably over the past year to two years, we've gotten actually really close and have been able to talk to each other as like adult women and not like necessarily mother-daughter Um, which has really helped me get to know her as a person outside of just being my mom, like who is Gayla, right? Mm -hmm. And what is crazy is I learned um, this year, last year, that my Mima literally said like basically exactly that to my mom when she was my age, like when she was a little kid. And knowing what my mom was going through, being a military wife, you know, raising two kids that, um, you know, were from previous marriages and then me and my sister moving around every two years. And like, she was trying to keep her head above water and she was grasping at whatever way she could to gain control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so understanding that about her, um, really gives me an appreciation for like the the role that food played and why I was raised in a household like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so fast forward, uh, you know, I was always the bigger one of my friends in high school, which was hard college. I don't, you know, I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, and then into my adult life, you know, I decided that I wanted to get a hold of it. And this was probably, I don't know, six years ago. So I like did keto, lost a ton of weight, um, then got divorced and started like gained every single pound of it back. And I just feel like my whole life I've been like perpetually trying to like find the latest and greatest, you know, I've done pills, I've done juice cleanses, I've done 
like the cayenne pepper and lemon mm. juice yes. drink. Um, I've ha- spent thousands of dollars on personal trainers. Um, and I have learned literally just this year, God, it's so hard to even say it out loud, um, that I had an easy, an eating disorder and I didn't even know that I had it. Um, but I would binge mm-hmm. and then I would fast and I thought because I wasn't throwing up that I didn't have a problem. Mm. So I would, God, this is so embarrassing. I mean, there were days where I would literally go buy like a box of zebra cakes and eat them in the parking lot of the grocery store and then throw away the evidence before I would go home. I've done that. Probably really? not, not, probably not a whole box, but like right now I do that. Yeah. So Carrie's on her diet and I'm like trying to be on a diet. Yeah. But I buy food, mm-hmm. leave it in my car, eat it in my car, mm-hmm. throw it away before I even get into the house because of that judgment, that embarrassment that I just ate all that. And I can't believe I did when I yeah. should be not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's crazy to me because I'm either at a zero or a 100. Yeah. Um, and I've realized, so uh, I guess it was last year, I realized that I was like binging again. So I would binge and then I wouldn't eat for three days. And then I would binge and then I wouldn't eat for three days. And then I looked up this, I guess, I don't know why I was looking up eating disorders, but one that classified was binging and fasting. And I was like, what and the i remember it the reason i looked that up is because i ended up one day um throwing up and i made myself do it and i realized how incredibly easy it was to eat whatever i wanted get the satisfaction out of that moment Mm -hmm. and then get rid of it and i was terrified that i was going to go down that road Um, so I looked it up and I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm terrified of telling anybody this because what if they make me stop doing it? Mm -hmm. God, that part is still even hard to realize. Um, and yeah, I've lost 51 pounds, but I am terrified to eat five chips at a Mexican restaurant. I mean, she just came back from a work trip. She calls me. First thing she says is, so I weighed myself. I've gained 0.4 pounds. But guess what? I ate two pieces of bread and I had a little bit of dessert. Yeah. It, it For you, I feel like it's hard for you to like mentally be like, okay, it's okay for me to have a little bit of carbs. It's okay for me to have a cheat day. Yeah. Because you're afraid that it, you're going to go back to... Yeah. how it was terrified but terrified there, it, I, there were moments at church i remember not taking communion because i didn't know how many calories were in the cracker and i was terrified to take it so i just skipped it because i couldn't count those calories and i didn't know how many carbs was in it and the Yes, again, I've lost 51 pounds and I still every single day get up in the morning and weigh myself Mm 
mm-hmm. count every single calorie that I eat, look in the mirror and pick apart my body. And I am terrified of going back to the girl that sits in the parking lot and binge eats and then goes home and throws up. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a process. Yeah. Not a Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. Right. So you have made huge improvements, mm-hmm. but you also, and this is way easier said than done, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's okay for you to like enjoy food, but there needs to be a healthy balance between enjoying and binging and fasting and yeah. And I think that goes for anybody, not just you. Like Mm -hmm. for me, I've been stressed out this past week. Yeah. And I've realized because I'm so stressed, I've been binge eating. Yeah. Anything and everything in my vision sight. Yeah. Um, And I... I've never really had that before. Mm-hmm. My my eating disorders have been the exact opposite of what I've been told to do. Um, but I have realized that binge eating is my, when I'm stressed, that's what I do. Yeah. And also, like, when I'm bored, mm-hmm. I just sit and stuff my face with yeah. whatever. It's not because I'm hungry. It's because I'm bored. Well, and I think... I mean, there's so much more to talk about with this topic about like cultural norms. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I could tell you that being 50 pounds lighter um, hasn't made any difference in how I, you know, quote fit into this world, but it does. The The way people treat me, you know, going on an airplane. I mean, there's so many different things that like I just fit in better and I'm treated differently. Yeah. Um, and I wish I could say that that wasn't the case, but it is. And I just think that like, I I listened to this TikTok the other day and this girl said like, you have to stop labeling food, good foods and bad foods and start labeling them as sometimes food and all the time food and like get out of this like trigger thoughts of I've been bad. So I need to go work out. Yeah. I was bad this weekend. So I need to eat good this week. Like, Honestly, for someone that really struggles with that, when I hear people say that, it like triggers me mm-hmm. and it puts me in a really bad mindset. And coming from, you know, being a seven-year-old being told that she needs to lose weight to being a 33-year-old woman who still is afraid to eat a piece of bread sometimes, you know, like we've got to do a better job at, as humans and get a hold of this like cultural phenomena of like food and diet and self-worth body shaming body shaming. i think that we have taken steps in the right direction as a culture yeah and i don't want to sound cliche or anything like that but i think lizzo yeah. has helped open up those doors shout out lizzo if you're listening <laughs> but i I don't think I've ever seen a truly quote unquote big singer. Yeah. I mean, Adele, but yeah, but I, I want to challenge that in the sense of like, we have to, we have to still understand health. Of course. 
right? Because we can't just be like, no body shaming. Oh, and yeah. then people are binge eating in their parking lot and right. being like, you do you, girl. Right. Right. But like, I'm also not with Lizzo every day and I don't know what her health looks like. But I do think that there is a standard of like, what are you doing to take care of your body? Mm-hmm. But also, what are you doing to take care of your mind um, within that? I suggest for you to go look at Lizzo's because she talks about it. Yeah. She talks about how she's been body shamed and how people are like, oh, well, you're fat and you're telling people that they should be fat. And she's like, no, I work out every day. I eat healthy. She combats that really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, I thousand yeah. percent agree with you. So to wrap this up, sorry for a longer episode, guys, but to wrap this up, like, I think that again, it's like being honest about the things that are hard and having a voice. And, uh, you know, when I literally like, um, confessed, I guess that I had an eating disorder, probably like five of my friends came out to me that they also struggled with that different versions of it. Um, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I feel so much shame and so much guilt in this. And it's, amazing to know that like I'm not alone in that and like I think that was one of our first mm-hmm. you know ways that we connected and um yeah I would just say if you're struggling with that like seek out some help um and don't be afraid to talk about it but also know that like you're beautiful and your worth is not divine defined by a number on a scale or the size of your genes say that one more time I can't I can say it to you. Your self-worth is not defined by a number on a scale or the size of your genes. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. So we're going to do, you know what it's time for? Tell me what it's time for. (laughs) It's time for Lifesavers. Sponsored by, no, it's not Lifesavers. Sponsored by Lifesavers, but not really. The fruity kind. (laughs) All right, Leah. What's your lifesaver this week? Um, my life preserver. Damn it. Is my snowshoes. I say that they're snowshoes, but they're really my, I don't know what kind of boots they are, <laughs> but they're like snow boots from Walmart. They're right. like 25 bucks and they're, they're great. They're comfy. They got a little like fur on them. So they're like the fancy way of Uggs. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah. My life preserver this week is my shaken espresso from starbucks Mm. i'm going to give you the order in case you want to try it out it's a perfect like low carb drink it is not low calorie though um a grande shaken espresso no classic syrup sub sugar-free vanilla splash of heavy cream and splenda to your taste yes what are you throwing over the boat i'm throwing over the boat cold weather I hate it. I hate cold weather. And then you know what I hate on top of it? Rain, cold weather. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. I'm throwing off the boat this week. Too much cream. Too much heavy cream in my Starbucks drink. I said a splash, ma'am. Please. I said a splash. I don't want that. No. And then because I forgot on the last episode, my other thing I'm throwing off the boat this week is the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> it did not keep my attention. And I don't understand the hype. On that note. On that note. (laughs) We love you. We love you. Thanks for stopping by, guys. We appreciate you. Follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends, family about us. You know, go out, have honest conversations. Talk about the taboo topics. Make some waves. Make some waves. Jump on our (laughs) CDs because we'll be back. We love you. Love you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.